Welcome to Adventures of Therapy! <laughs> Hi, I'm Andrea. I'm Barrett. And this is Adventures of Therapy. Our podcast. Yes. So neither of us are actual licensed therapists. We just really love therapy and self-help. Uh, since we've known each other, self-help has been a big topic <laughs> in our lives. All we talk about. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So we wanted to have a podcast about what we take away from therapy and this kind of crazy thing that, drum roll please. I can't do <laughs> We both see the same, same therapist. therapist. Yes, we do. Barrett, do you want to talk about that? Um, yeah, so we, it's, it can be a pretty controversial conversation, I think, but yeah. it's not a conflict of interest because we are not in therapy dealing with our relationship. Right. You know? And yeah, so if I ever talk about you, it's because of how much I love you. <laughs> Well, and I want to be like you. Yes. Same. Um, Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. The majority of our friend friend group talks to the same therapist. Yeah, and he's freaking phenomenal. Awesome. Um, Basically, but yeah, when I started going to therapy, it was a really big game changer for me. And you were part of the reason I started going. And I feel like it kind of just opened up my life to all of these new possibilities and it was so much problem solving too to understand all these things I was going through so I was really excited about it and I wanted to share the information that I've gotten from it so that's my why of this podcast yeah you just killed it okay cool that's pretty much I mean that's pretty much my why too you know I kind of there's such a stigma around mental health and it's finally becoming a conversation Mm -hmm. um and You know, for so long, I thought that you had to be really, really fucked up, messed up. I 100%. To be in therapy. Yeah. And, you know, to even say I have a therapist, I mean, I lied about it for a year plus. Yeah, I remember that. You didn't tell people you were going to therapy. And then when you finally told me, you called him your guru. Guru. And I, I now, I'm like super now where the therapist, like thing loud and proud yeah but um yeah I just and I just started I just started seeing yeah I know I just started seeing my boyfriend and I would lie about where I was that hour yeah the hour was just gone my gosh (laughs) (laughs) what did you say you were doing I was I was teaching tennis at the time so I was like oh they asked me to stay later (laughs) oh the the lessons went longer you know what's so funny to me is like guru for me has a lot more stigmatism around it than therapist does for some reason I don't know why I know it's my own thing but it's just so interesting like drink the kool-aid type of thing yeah that's what I kind of think of like a yeah leader with a lot of power who sits himself on a pedestal which isn't always what it is at all I think it doesn't it mean light or something like that I don't know well I don't know if it means light but you're right yeah the guru does have that you know kind of that name come sit at my feet but I guess that's deal. mostly my own thing. No. <laughs> anyway, so we both kind of thought of quotes to start us off, kind of about why we like therapy. Or I don't know what yours is about. You, you take it away. Um, 
yeah, we, we want, I guess we wanted to share a quote to inspire, like, getting into, you know, looking at your life, maybe. Um, I have two, because yes. this one you know, and I have a secret, another one that I wanted to surprise I you with. Secret. Um, I'm so excited. But mine came from Socrates, and it's, the unexamined life is not worth living. And I think so many people walk around kind of like zombies and not. <laughs> I am literally have my hands up in the air. So I've been thinking about this all day. Keep have going. you? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I think people do. I think they just kind of walk around not with no intention and not understanding why, you know, the same things are happening. I'm so happy we're doing this podcast because. I have, this is just, like, something I think about anyways, and to have someone to talk about it, <laughs> whether people not listen to it or not. Yeah. I can't talking about it. Hopefully, well, I don't even know if my mom would listen to it. <laughs> I know, I'm not I'm ready for my mom to listen to it. Oh my gosh, but, but yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So today in the car, I was talking to my guy, and I was talking about how in therapy... He said that about 85% of what you do is subconscious, which is crazy because every tiny little movement you make, everything you say, how you say it, what you eat, what patterns in your behavioral structure you have, there's an intention behind it. But about 85% of that, we don't know why we do it. And that is like mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Like it's... It blew my mind, and it, I have such this, I have a need <gasps> to know why we do what we do. This is the you know? drinking thing. I was, The yes. drinking the Kool-Aid thing? Not drinking the oh. Kool-Aid, alcohol. But oh, no, intention. intention of, yeah, yes. of why you, like, what is your, why are you picking this up, or why? Yeah. Oh, interesting. When they're, so I just got certified in yoga, and they talk a lot about intention. So that word keeps coming up, and I was thinking about when you live, with an intention in mind, which it's pretty impossible to think about all the time, you can become so much more powerful in everything you do. Mm -hmm. The more you pay attention to, the more power you have over it. I wonder sometimes, apologies if this is getting off subject a little bit, but if intention, when you have set intentions, if it feels alienating because all of a sudden you are aware um, and you have a purpose or you have an intention mm-hmm. and when you're around a group of people that do not, it kind of feels alienating. Oh, or you kind of feel like the bah humbug of the group just because you're like, I have, I, I have this, small, I have this tiny thing, it's like a flashlight that you can only see one thing, which probably isn't the healthiest thing. It's good to like keep your options open, but yeah. at the same time. Intention, I think, is different from goal, at least, where it doesn't have to be tangible. More of, like, a feeling you want to feel. I don't know. I guess while you're learning, you can oscillate a little bit. Like, you know, you go from one end of having no intention at all to having, being too intentional all the time. So we're trying to find how intentional our lives (laughs) should be through therapy. Therapy. Yes. What's your quote? Uh, Well, so I lost my quote. (laughs) But it was from this book called um, Yoga Psychology, and they're actually talking about meditation. But I think it goes for therapy, too. It's basically just that therapy is like one solution 
for various problems. By bringing up all of these things that are in your subconscious and bringing them into your conscious to understand why you do the things you do really helps you to understand yourself and why you do everything. So it's just like this one thing is helping me to evolve to understand everything. Okay. Did that make sense? Do your quote. I have to because it's too much like it's too much like yours. I realized. Oh really? I'm so this, excited. In yours was meditation, and this is from um, reincarnation. It's a book, but and they're talk. So instead of meditation, they're talking about reincarnation. But I kind of put therapy in its place. Yes. And it says. Um. Repeated. So, therapy gives you the opportunity for repeated chances to face missed opportunities, the providing of conditions in which debts for past follies or follies may be canceled, and the giving of encouragement through the joyous thrills of triumph as the faults of the ages become mastered, all open out as possibilities for the struggling individual. Holy shit. Ours are really similar. But we think um, that's what Who they... wrote this book? I want to read this book. It's called Reincarnation. Um, it it doesn't even say. <laughs> it just says founders of eight great religions of the world. Whoa. And it's find the missing links of their teachings. And it's Emerson, Whitman, Carlyle, Franklin, Browning, Tennyson, Ford, St. Augustine, and someone I don't know how to pronounce. Oh my gosh. I the freaking the thing about missed opportunity mm-hmm. really struck me. And that's what we talk about in therapy that's what all the time. I constantly talk about in therapy. Yeah. How these things could have been an opportunity, but why you passed it. Yeah. Yeah. And why you self-sabotage. Oh, you know? I self-sabotage constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So but subconsciously. So it's good to know that we do it in yeah. order to fix it and lead a more powerful, intentional life. And that's what we, that's kind of, you know, what we want to introduce here with that you can do through therapy, you know, or. Yeah. My, my mind is like still on that quote. It was so good. I'm so glad you shared it. it. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Send it to me. I will. Um, I have a question for you now. Okay. Why did you start going to therapy? Like, do you remember what it was that finally made you go? Um, a girlfriend of mine who'd been seeing Guru for several years uh, we went. To, we would go to the gym all the time, and um, sh- I felt like I was getting a therapy session almost every Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday morning because she would talk about it. Excuse me. <laughs> yes. And what that. she <laughs> was learning, and then one day I think she realized that I was probably in a wheel of suffering, or I had been talk probably talking about the same thing over and over again. And I'm she just was like talking about the wheel of suffering today. <laughs> yes. She was like, I think it's time for you to talk to David. And I held on to his number for quite some time because I was uh-huh. thinking, I don't really need to talk to a therapist. Uh-huh. Um, and then I realized that I made a very specific I mean I'm before I left for Cuba to work on fast eight, I made a pact with myself that if I wanted things to change in my life, um, I was thinking mostly in relationships wise, but also I knew a lot of other areas needed needed some working too. But 
Love-wise, I needed to stop dating men my dad's age. Not necessarily <laughs> stop, but maybe be open. I noticed that it wasn't working. And yeah. so I needed to be open. And then I also, and not only that, but they needed to be emotionally, physically, and mentally available. I can't wait to talk about that on an episode of Dating Your Dad. <laughs> dating Your Dad. It's a whole episode. I know. Oh my God. So any, and, and God love them too, because I like, I like older men a lot, uh-huh. and I feel like it, it could it absolutely could work, but where my mind was, nothing was going to work. Mm. And so I really, and so that is, that's when I picked up the phone. I remember you always telling me, yeah, that you thought you were going to be, like, not alone, like, in a sad way, but, like, you're, like, this uh, wanderlust traveling fairy that just would, like, very ethereal, like, not able, not, you were like, it's just not going to work out. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. I always kind of felt like that. So crazy! I never thought about it. And then, wow. Yeah, but now, so and that then I was met your Andrew. deciding factor. Yeah, but cool. I did meet Andrew before I started going yeah. to therapy. Yeah. So, I did make that. That's called that's called manifestation, and that's a different conversation. But <laughs> I believe episode. in that shit <laughs> so hardcore. Yes. We can. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be a whole nother thing. Okay, so why did you start? Well. Wow, it's like pay it forward. Like, your friend told you, yep. and you told me. Yeah. And then, so when you started talking about it, I loved some of the things that you would tell me, and I had the same thoughts as you did. I don't need therapy. That's for people who are really fucked up or have a lot of money and their parents aren't around, so they need someone else to talk to. Like, that. I, that's terrible to say, but that's what I really thought it was. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to – I don't need this. But then we were both in this different, we're in the same acting studio, and there was, like, this role that I could not imagine for the life of me. It had to do with having kids, and I thought that was so weird because my whole life I thought I wanted kids, and so it was just, like, this weird conflict. I knew I was having internally, but I didn't really know how to deal with it. And then I knew also your therapist helped you with like a role that you did for a play so I was like well maybe he can help me from an acting standpoint because I was still a little freaked out to say it was going in for myself (laughs) but I went and I was like wow this guy is like a genius and it's like he really wants to help you you know there's no ulterior motives no I really trusted the process like immediately first session I was like oh Whoa. That he's a game changer. Well, that's also something to know is like if you don't like the first person you go to, that doesn't mean therapy is not for you. Yes. I so just yes. trust it because you don't and referrals are amazing, but maybe your friends don't want to share their therapist. And that happens too. So you might have to do a little digging and searching, but you will find the right person. Um and and so and you can see like there's yeah, I mean, everyone has reservations about it at first, I think. Yes, I lo- I'm so glad you brought that up. There's so many people I talk to now that's like, well, you know, I actually am, I came around to the therapy idea, but I tried one and they just were not for me, mm-hmm. you know? Because there's some, there is like a whole part of psychology is just asking like, well, why do you think you felt that way? And just constantly going back to the question where you don't think you're actually getting something out of it. And I... That's not every therapist, you it's know? Not, yeah. And 
everyone has their own ways. Mm-hmm. So you just have to find one that works for you. And you have, yeah, and, and, and know what you're looking for. You know, if you really want to dive into your past and really, you know, dig into that or if you want to, you know, help moving forward and there's just lots of different types of therapists. So if you've tried one yeah. and you didn't love it, don't give up. Um, I feel like actually this might be a good place to read Anna's note. Yeah, think. let's let's do it. So okay. Bear has another friend that is also seeing our therapist because we actually FaceTime him. There's so many ways to do therapy now too, which I think is so great. So great. But that's like allowed him to see people in all over the world. All over the world. And we, that's so cool. Yeah. And um and yeah, Anna had I asked her to write in for our podcast <laughs> because yes. she's like this old soul, amazing human being and she started think seeing um David as well but she had gone to another therapist before um and she was kind of this in the same boat as we were not really knowing you know if therapy was right for her so I asked her to write in about you know why she decided to go to therapy and what her reservations were and any advice for those of us and you who um who are curious therapy curious (laughs) okay I'm gonna read it what she what she sent in Um, So, Anna, why did you go to therapy? (laughs) And she says, it all started with my mom really wanting me to talk to someone. So she went and she had had a great experience. After my parents first separated a couple years ago, which was a huge shock and sudden event in my family, but I felt like I was stubborn and thought I was fine and didn't need to talk to anyone. Um, Barrett (laughs) even slipped me someone's name just in case. (laughs) I did. So embarrassing. I eventually went to see a therapist just to appease my mom, and I was really disappointed. After a while, I finally realized that I needed to stop internalizing everything and stop taking on the burdens in my life without any sort of outlet. So I finally decided to meet with my current therapist. I have great friends who I can confide in, but sometimes you really do need to talk to someone outside your circle. Yeah. Yes. Um... So reservations, fears, perceived taboos of therapy. AK says, I honestly felt that I was a relatively normal, logical person and that it didn't apply to me. Therapy is so much about you growing as a person and getting out of your comfort zone, whatever that may be for each of us. And actually going to see someone was a big step out of my comfort zone, which also caused me to let go of some of that fear I had to talk to a stranger. I even dreaded the first couple of meetings only to leave so relieved. I love her. Oh, I love these. I do too. Okay, and this is her advice for those of you who are um, ther- therapy curious. Sorry, I totally just <sighs> repeated the questions. Um, so she says, every different kind of person in different stages of life should talk to someone. It can be thought of even as a workout for your mental health. Yes. yes. A workout for your mental health. Also, the relationship with your therapist is a very important one. It's okay to meet with a couple of different kinds to make sure you fit for one another. I want I went to see a different therapist before my current one and we just were not a fit, but really love who I'm working with now. Yeah. Is that the That's the end. So freaking good and yeah. all the 
getting out of your comfort zone. I never even thought of that before. Oh, that was so that cute. it's so true. Yeah, it it's so true because whatever your comfort zone is now, obviously there's something that you may want that you could potentially change in it to make your life even better. Like the only way to do that is by stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and and therapy is all about stepping out of your comfort and zone and finding out what your comfort zone actually is and why you created that comfort zone and why you stay in it and why you stay in it. You nest. <laughs> you create a nest. You create a little nest in all you your little really eggs. Do. Yeah. It's time to leave the nest. It's time to leave the nest. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Anna. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anna. You're super insightful we need a shirt that says um like mental health workout therapy of yes. some sort yes. i don't know that's like the tagline swag i honestly think that the world would be a better place if everyone saw a therapist yeah and be much more empathetic i think much more empathetic that's a good point yeah um okay yeah. oh well i found my quote you did yep Here's another thing I said. It's right here. Therapy can lead to proper solution of various problems. (laughs) I also wanted to say relationships in the external worlds cannot be understood without understanding the life within. That was, yeah. I also said that. But we kind of covered that now a couple of times. So I guess we don't really need to dive in much deeper. But I'm so glad I finally found my quote. Yay! Um, We also want to start a book club. club. Yeah, guys, we're going to start a book club. Bear and I have always done book clubs for a long Long time, time too. Seven years. That's... It's been that long. I think I've been here for six. Okay, then six years. (laughs) I was like, I haven't lived in LA for that long. Six years. Self-help and book clubs. Yeah. That's been our friendship. Our jam. Our jam. Yeah. So, Bear, what's our first book? Our first book is going to be The Goddesses in Every Woman. Yes. Um, break it down. Break it down. Okay. So Goddesses in Every Woman takes Greek mythology goddesses. And archetypes. And archetypes to explain women's behavioral patterns in order to understand yourself better. So basically we have all of these amazing goddesses in ourselves but some tend to come out more than others, and some we're, like, a bit more shy with. But they're in there somewhere. Uh, she studied under Carl Jung. The author did. Yep, the author, Jean Shinoda Bolin. Yeah, so she's a psychologist, and she's just giving you, like, a different way to understand your potential behavioral traits that you may have in your life. Yeah, I mean, not only yourself, like... I look at my best friends or I look at my sisters or my mom or women I'm, ha- every I'm having in your life. Yeah. Every woman in your life. You know, if you're having, if you're having difficulty relating to someone or if they, you know, you know, these archetypes really help to kind of, um, break down the barriers that women have between each other. Yes. And once you realize they're all within you, that's when you can start truly empathizing with one another. Well put. That wow. Was... <laughs> I'm really happy right now. I was a vessel there. You were a... I was a vessel. A vessel. Maybe she'll come speak on our podcast. Yeah, we're going to email her. Um, it's a really incredible book. It's called Goddesses in Every Woman. By, by Jean Shinoda Bolin. Bolin. Um, we'll put it up on our... 
social media when we started. Yes, but she, <laughs> yeah, amazing and she's incredible under Carl Jung. Um, and so, yeah, so we'll go into that next episode a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll start talking for the month, basically. Yeah. We'll bring in little tidbits of it, like what goddesses we think there are. There's some like Athena or Persephone, Arthur. Artemis, and we'll kind of explain what they are, and then maybe some people in our lives that have those right out in the center of their lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, so before also we end this too, I have a surprise question for you. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of goddesses and every woman, so my friend asked me this this morning. Someone asked her and said, What, where do you think you relate? to a, are you a girl, young lady, or woman? Yeah, that's a hard question. I, this is like a little random, but when I thought of it, I was like, I really want to bring this up because what does a girl mean to you, a woman mean to you, and a young lady mean to you? You know what I mean? That's amazing. I know my gut. I know where I felt immediately. Where, where did I you feel immediately? immediately? Guess. Young lady. Girl. Girl. I thought you were just saying that. Like eight or nine or ten or yeah. eleven. But you like, you relate so wonderfully. Like even I do, yeah. some ventures you've had with your career and volunteer work, like what twirls around. Yeah. I mean, even, yeah, I just, but young lady, I like that. I've never even thought of young lady as being, um, I always think of girl or woman. I don't ever think of young lady and I like that a lot. I Where actually, are you? I asked her the question of what young lady was. So what I think but my understanding was it after she asked it when I really thought about it. Girl is like, which I don't think you are, by the way. You're relating to like working you're just on fun, that. like eight or eight. But <laughs> to therapy. me, when I think about girl, it's like this insecure little part of you that's like afraid to really come out and be who you are. Whereas a woman, it's like a different personality. You know, it doesn't have to do with age really either. It's like when you are this powerful, almost like alpha what like asking for what you need and want which doesn't have to be what a woman but that's just what I was thinking about the difference between girl and woman it is and then when I think of young lady I was just like is that the bridge but like the conflict between the girl and the woman because right now I don't think I'm to a woman yet because I have these insecurities in me that are like oh well I can't do that because of the dominant culture tells me that that's not okay you know but I still have this like pardon me that wants to just roar and like say whatever the fuck I want to say all the time so is the young lady like the middle part I don't know or the bridge but that's kind of how I feel like young lady I think maybe young lady is exact is the bridge yeah but you know what this is so funny because I, I don't know if you talk with guru about this in therapy but we talk about he's very clear of when that's girl behavior and that is woman what a woman does and we don't use girl and woman that's interesting oh well that's that's great. Well, I mean, not great, but that's we. Bleh, bleh, bleh. But he did just. That's an incredible. Que- that's an incredible women. question. Yeah, I definitely too. think that I love the girl inside of me, and for a long time, it's really scary to step into your power as a woman because I don't even know exactly what that looks like. Yes, and part and of therapy too is like finding out who you are and also understanding that it's okay to not have all the answers <laughs> yeah that topic not have all the answers so you kind of I think therapy probably deals with that 
yeah, they're oh, wow. That's a really cool question. Yes. So what do you what do you ladies think? Do you think you're a girl? <laughs> a Apparently, la- they're ladies. A young, young lady, lady <laughs> or a woman. And we'll, and we'll actually go into you know what being I think what being an actual woman means. means. There's so many definitions. Your strength and power and yeah. what you know in terms of what we we think it does. And we're gonna ask a few of our friends. Yes. And report back. Also, I'd love to hear the definitions of what people think that means because that was just my interpretation. I don't want to be a little girl anymore. I want to <laughs> be in my power. I hate that I said that. No, no. But that's but immediately kind of where I went but to. But you had a different interpretation. You have this like free spirit about you that's like this amazing light in a room that's like you can just be who you are. And that's like your girlish quality of like just having fun, not taking like life so seriously all the time like it's the best quality ever and I think that's how you interpreted the question at first it is but then immediately I knew that that <laughs> immediately I knew that it's still girl behavior it's not intentional it's not intentional. <laughs> it is yeah most of my life is never not, not intentional, intentional. <laughs> um Oh my gosh. Okay. Did we do it? I think we did it. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or want to have any conversations or um, have anything you want us to talk about or look into or ask our therapist. You can email us. Yes. Um, For now, we don't have one, but we're going to add this in later. We're going to add it right now. (laughs) Actually, we're going to do, I think we can do do you want to do adventures of therapy at gmail.com? Psych, we do have an email address. It's adventures of therapy at gmail.com. And you can look, you can find our Instagram too because Andrea's going to do it because <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> yes, I'm going to do it. So, yeah, if you guys have any feedback for us, what you liked, what you didn't like, what you'd love to hear more about, answers to questions that we asked, if you're a girl, young lady, or woman, yeah, or even where to get the book. Please, please reach out. Um, Or if you had any reservations, or if you're in therapy and you had reservations, or if you have something to share for the therapy curious, or those who um, may be thinking of starting therapy, please, please, please um, email us. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it is a a really, it's a big step, and it can be really kind of daunting and scary, and you have to look at yourself and hopefully, you know. Really? Yeah traumatizing has happened but if there is that's a whole nother yeah another game thing. that's a really yeah it's a game I'm glad you brought that up the trauma stuff one more thing too i think what we're going to do also in episodes is talk about like psychology terms and what they mean and how to bring that into your life that'll be cool yeah so we've got concepts and theories and um stuff we've learned that you can actually put um into motion in your own life you can yeah using our takeaways for your life yeah and we can share those cool yeah and hopefully we'll have some really smart guest speakers not that we're not smart but you know what I mean (laughs) and thank you Nicole for that question great question thanks Nicole thank you Anna Anna. thank you Anna that was the best thanks Guru (laughs) yeah thank you um own your own crazy Yes! That's a lyric. <laughs> Own your own crazy. That's going to be how we sign off. Signing off. <laughs> okay, we can really sign off now. <laughs>